Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. Good morning, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, folks. It's V, the Growth Economist, coming to you live on this edition of The Outer Limits with the scientist at large, the one and only Jet Blake is joining us. Uh, Jet is here. You can find Jet lurking in the Discord. If you need to get into the Discord, just uh, email CJ, CJ at roguenews.com, CJ at roguenews.com. And with that being said, Jet, good morning, good evening, good afternoon. How are you, sir? How's it going? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. I survived another weekend, but I think it was uh, on your end, your expertise. It was a busy weekend. We talked a little bit before the show. I've never imagined a time where I'm facing bank failures and it's a Sunday. It was the craziest thing. Right. It was crazy. Yeah, and I think you uh, you talk quite a bit, and you you have a lot of talent and, and dedication yourself and your other guests on this topic. So that's, we won't cover that today because you, you cover that enough and you will throughout the week. Yeah. But uh, that, that's true that everything is highly unstable. And as you mentioned, as interest rates climb, it just slaughters these uh, smaller regional type banks or uh, basically I was thinking about just any, any bank that's not one of the big primary banks that yeah uh, so these are very uh interesting times and i'm kind of relate this is going to be i know i say this every week this is a very unusual presentation uh, i'm concerned only from this standpoint if, if i can do this uh in a thorough manner to connect yeah. a phenomenon in nature a very interesting uh, fact of nature and correlate that to where mankind is today, including the banking crisis. And, and like, how did we get to this point? And what does the future look like? Right. In reference to that. So un unfortunately, maybe a heads up. Uh, I don't know. This particular episode is not full of good news. Some people might say, well, when does your shows ever have good news? But um, it's an interesting correlation. All, all I can do is present a my case and a certain observation. But I think many people probably just view this show as entertainment anyway. So this is this would be an interesting form of entertainment. I view it 
personally a little more than entertainment, but that's because I'm biased. So let me, uh, before I get into the presentation, did you have any comments or want to say anything about uh, your announcement uh, yesterday, your emergency video before we? No, I think, I, I think uh, it's an ongoing situation, um, you know, and I, I, I you know, I, I, I can cover it throughout the week, but, you know, today being the outer limits, uh, I want you to take us into the deep end of the pool, get us out wading into the into the ocean of the unknown and pull back the curtain on what we call the twilight zone here, Jet. Okay. So here, here we go. I have a picture. Let me get my screen set up because... See, I miss CJ. He always did all this. And <laughs> he should be back, you know, in, in due time. I uh, yeah, I do. I do miss him. Let's see. I can do. Yeah, I miss him too. <laughs> Every time I'm on here, I'm afraid I might hit hit the wrong button and send this entire podcast crashing to the earth. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll start with this. This might help. Do you see a picture on the screen? Yep, I'll bring it up. Bang. There you go. Okay. Uh, let's see. I can maybe enlarge this a little bit. Yeah, that's that's pretty pretty good. So this is a beautiful photograph, isn't it? Yes. Uh, this is fall. You can see the change of the uh, tree line there. Mm-hmm. And uh, some might recognize this if you're in Utah. So yes. that, that's a huge clue. For the rest of the folks in the United States, uh, I personally have not seen this. I would like to, but uh, or the international audience. This is a unique forest. This is Fish Lake National Forest. Now, Fish Lake is part of the Fremont River Range District. Fish Lake National Forest is the western edge of the Colorado Plateau. It's south central Utah. So if I uh, reduce this, here's a map if I zero out. So you see Utah, do you see my mouse? Yeah. Okay, so you have Colorado here, Denver, and a lot of skiing in the mountains here in Colorado and Utah. Wyoming is up here. So if I zoom in to Utah, and it's south of Salt Lake City, if I zoom in, I keep zooming, you'll see this is the Fish Lake National Forest. And if I zoom in, this is Fish Lake. So this is the uh, park rangers map. Like you get this map if you're camping or visiting the site. So this is Fish Lake. And just about a mile south, southwest of, of Fish Lake, you have this beautiful forest. And it's right in this region here where my mouse is. And that was this picture here. Well, what is this? This is actually the oldest living organism on planet Earth. What, the lake? 
No, these trees. What trees? The green? Can you see the uh, amber color trees? No. Oh, it didn't show up on the. Are you, are you, so far, the only thing we have on the screen right now is the, oh, is the, the map. Yeah. So how do I switch over to? Well, close this one out and open up uh, um, the other screen, the other tab. Stop screen share. All right. I don't think you're using the screen share correctly. Just go to, yeah, go to present, share screen. And if it's yeah. a Chrome tab, find the tab that you want to share, right? Uh, I think what it was, yeah, it was, uh, it was a picture that I downloaded, but that's the problem. Okay, so then in that case, what you want to do is go to present, share screen, then look for, then type in window and you could share that. Ah, got it. You'll see window. You Thank you. Like, yep. You see that now? Yes. There we go. There you go. So see, see what happens, CJ, when you don't show up. <laughs> it's all his fault. <laughs> it's all his fault. <laughs> uh, okay. So how about now? Can you see this? Yes. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. This, which I just showed on the map, this is just about a mile from Fish Lake. This is Pando. Pando is the oldest living organism on planet Earth. Pando is about 14 to 16,000 years old. So what is Pando? Well, Pando is a forest in this area. It's a quaking aspen. Yeah. Another term for this tree is a trembling aspen. Mm -hmm. The quaking aspen, a be beautiful tree, they can be seen in Alaska, Canada, mm -hmm. uh, northern colder states, northern United States, mountain areas, for example, like here in Utah. Uh, they can even be seen as far down as Mexico, but they prefer uh, mountain ranges, high uh, altitude. They're part of the uh, boreal forest. You have the boreal, the temperate forests and tropical forests. I'll talk about that a little bit later. Sure. The quaking aspen or trembling aspen gets that name because it has uh, flat leaves. It has lengthy stalks called petioles. Mm -hmm. And in a light breeze, they tremble. They shake and tremble. Yeah. They, the quaking aspen can get up to 50 feet tall. So it's not too terribly tall of a tree. And they can live up to 150 years old. Mm. They're mostly known in the fall for their beautiful golden vista, like you see here. Uh, people, photographers from all over the world come here. This would be like a real good puzzle scene. If you're into a 1,000, 1,500-piece puzzle, sure. you, might, you might see this on uh, puzzles. It has a white bark. But the uh, bark, what's interesting, this is one of the few trees where the bark is able to produce photosynthesis. The bark? So during, wow. Yeah. Uh, there, there, there are some tree species, this is one of them, where the bark participates in photosynthesis. So when the, yeah. uh, what you see here in the fall, I'm not sure when this picture is taken, maybe late September, uh, mid-October, when, when the leaves start to change here, and, and they fall off, 
the whole rest of the, the fall and throughout winter, the white bark participates in photosynthesis. So the bark absorbs the light energy from the sun, mm. the inbound light energy from the sun, and the bark is able to convert that sun solar energy into starches right. or sugars, and that provides the food for the tree to survive the winters. And then uh, in the spring, of course, there's the budding and then the leaves come back. Mm -hmm. So what this uh, pando is, it's actually a forest, covers, I don't know, 108 to 110 acres. So it's, it's quite a large area. And the organism has 47, 48,000 trees. But they're clones because what happens is this area of 108, 110 acres, 47, 48,000 trees, they're all related to a single tree that started over 14 to 16,000 years ago. One quaking aspen 14, 16,000 years ago grew into this and it's still alive today. Oh, wow. So these are genetic clones. What that means is uh, Pando, as a living organism, has a very extensive, it's actually a world community. It has a very extensive underground root system. That's so what this is called. These are called Pandos. Uh, pandos. And, pandos. and these are a clone of an original tree that came out like 1,500 years ago, you said? No, 15,000 years 15, ago. Okay, so all these are, how do, how do they clone this? Yeah, so what happens is Pando is Latin for I spread. So ah. that's, that's how it got its name, Pando. So basically what happened is one particular quaking aspen mm. <laughs> existed 14,000, 15,000 years ago, and it developed a root system, which is normal. This is, this is how uh, tree clones uh, are common in, in this species. This is just the oldest living organism on planet Earth. It happens to be in Utah. And the, the original tree, 14,000, 15,000 years ago, th these are uh, guesstimates, fairly accurate. They think it, uh, the original tree developed after the uh, Ice Age, the period where a lot of the ice started to shrink back up into northern Canada. But it came down into the Iowa-Missouri border, uh, touched parts of Colorado and Utah. So they think after the Ice Age, uh, dating this tree, uh, the first tree began. And these are all its clones. The reason why it's a clone is there's a massive ancient underground root system. Mm -hmm that we're seeing in this photograph. If you go below the deep below the ground, there's an ancient root system from that original tree, that uh, quaking aspen. And the root system, it's it, extremely advanced. It's actually a brain. It's a neural network. This is a live entity for 14, 15, 16,000 years. That's crazy. Yeah. It's so what happens is the... Um, the, the tree produces, there's two ways the uh, quaking aspens produce. They can, they can uh, have pollen and eggs, and they, they have flowers called catkins. Mm -hmm. uh, the catkins are kind of a, a, a fuzzy 
uh, cone shape uh, flower. Sure. But mostly quaking aspens produce asexual. So what that means is they, they have new stems that spring up or shoot up from the root system. Oh, wow. Okay. So what happens is in, in this, in Pando, which is a live living entity, oldest on the planet Earth, they're all part of the same root system from that first tree. The reason being is they, uh, they're all genetically the same. And what happens is this 108, 110 uh, acre uh, tree forest, they all have the same colors. They all turn at the same time. They all lose their leaves at the same time. They all bud at the same time because it's, it's the same organism. But what's interesting in how this works, the adult trees of this family, these genetic clones, the adult trees can live up to 130, maybe with special mightiness, 150 years of age when they when they reach a uh, hundred years of age uh, approximately maybe a little bit earlier the root system of the older genetic clones they'll start sending electromagnetic and chemical signaling through the root system underneath the soil it's a brain it's a neural network this, it, this it's sense. basically a nat like you said it's a natural neural network Yes, it, of, it's of a, an organism that's been around here for fifteen thousand years in this specific region in Utah. Correct. Interesting. So it it has survived geological events. Oh God, yeah. Uh, Earth changes, climate changes. A lot's happened uh, if you look at the Earth geologically. Fourteen, sixteen thousand years. Oh my God, yeah. yeah this uh, this entity is very wise, it's very old. How can it not be? Just because it's a tree forest, the, uh, see mankind, we've been obviously dumbed down, right? We're eating chicken wings, watching football, drinking uh, our favorite malt liquor beverage. So we've been dumbed down. We don't understand the complexities of how life works and consciousness and life uh, exists in plant, animal, human domain. So this is a very ancient and wise species and it's been able to survive earth changes mm -hmm. and it has seen a lot oh absolutely seen a lot think of think of the history that it had well it's not stupid no it can't be to, to be this old and to survive so it has a brain it has a neural network but we just don't understand it we're beginning to slowly understand it but it's in the root system below the ground so as as the older adults start to age uh, they realize to remain alive, they must communicate and they fire uh, signaling, uh, two volt signaling in the root system, and they release hormones and chemicals to trigger the root system to shoot young sprouts. It's, it's younger generation. So as the, as the older trees age and the canopy starts to uh, open or thin out, uh, because just like uh, maybe our hair might be begin to thin as we age, the male, for example, we, are, we uh, thin or we start to maybe go bald. Well, the older trees, the canopy, they start to thin out. And that's okay because it lets more sunlight hit the understory, the, uh, the ground level. And the, young, the younglings that spring up, the stems that come up from the root system need that energy, that sunlight 
to rapidly grow, especially the first uh, 13, 20 plus years. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's how it uh, replicates itself. And it had expanded to its 108, 110 acres. Things were going fine until the 1980s. And then uh, there's uh, many uh, individuals, but uh, Professor Paul Rogers, for example, at the uh, Utah State University, he and others had mentioned that from the 80s, late 80s on, that unfortunately it looks like it's starting to die. Which oh my is God. that's terrible. It's terrible, absolutely horrific. How can you have the oldest organism over 14,000 years old start to die under our watch, meaning our generation? What are we doing that's killing it? Yeah, okay, so that, that's in interesting. One is, the reason why I picked this photo, and uh, I think this was taken by the uh, Forest Department, U.S. Forest Department. Joe, let me ask you a question. Do you, yeah. do, you, do you think this thing is, is intelligent? Yes, it's not an idiot. It's an, it's an intelligence that we can't get. We're the dumbasses. Right. Human species. We can't understand the intelligence of. That's what I'm trying to tell you is the intelligence of plants and animals. You, you know, I got I got news for people. I'm kind of uh, I apologize. I'm not in a good mood. I'm just grumpy. So if it comes across in this presentation, I'll just apologize up front for for my mood. But I'm frustrated. I'm frustrated with uh, mankind, stupidity the corruption, that's a whole nother show, or you're good about talking that throughout the week with your other guests. Yeah. But um, you can't survive for 14, 15,000 years and not be intelligent. Correct. So there, there is wisdom. We just don't know how to define it because we don't have that capability yet. We're not that bright, but no, this isn't stupid. This is a smart animals. Insects are smart. Marine life is smart. Plants are smart. It's a, been able to survive and identify earth trends, geological events, and still remain vibrant. And, and, and this is an intelligent design. Its bark cr uh, creates photosynthesis, so it has sugars and energy throughout the winter. Mm. This, is a, this is a very wise organism. And it's starting to die uh, under our watch, mm. meaning our generation. Yeah. Why is that? Well, this I picked this picture. It's a beautiful picture taken. And uh, this is a huge attraction the time of year because of the beautiful colors. But what do you see? It's all right if you don't pick this, uh, maybe the listening audience. I don't know. And I uh, can't see the chat room. What do you see in this picture that uh, shouldn't be there? The chemtrail clouds. Okay, that okay. That's one. What's the second? The second one that shouldn't be there. I mean, you have a road running through there. That's, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Okay, here's what's interesting. That's Highway 25. Got it. Highway 25. Uh, some genius put a road. You know that road goes right in the middle of Pando. Oh, See, wow. Pando's on the left and Pando's on the right. Yes. Okay, they put a road right down the middle of a 14, 15, 16,000-year-old organism. Hmm. Let's, let's see if I can do this. Do this. Do, do, do. 
Can you see this? Yep. I just pulled it, put it up. Okay, so here's Fish Lake. See to the right? Yeah. I don't know. This is a little over a mile south. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. See? Here's Highway 25. Where's it run? Right through the middle. Right through the middle. Genius. Idiot. Thanks, mankind. Yeah. You idiot retard. Okay. So they put they put a, a highway 25 right through the middle of it. Uh that yeah, that might uh start a cascade of events that would kill the probably the wisest and oldest living organism on planet Earth that happens to be in Utah. Another problem is the fact that the the balance of, of nature has been interrupted. Here's what I mean. Pando is a keystone. They are a plant genera unique to a local ecoregion. They're a native plant. The Pando, the quaking aspen, is an anchor as a native plant. What happens is a native plant, whether it's trees or, or shrubs, and it could be prairie grasses, like in the Midwest, but a native plant produces an ecosystem where it supports 96% of bird life in that area and small animals. Because an, uh, an ecosystem of a keystone plant uh, creates temperature, it creates moisture balance, pH of the water, it creates nutrition, insects, and an insect biodiversity colony that, that small mammals and, and birds rely on. You have to have a living organism such as a forest. A forest thrives, doesn't matter what size it is, if it's 110 acres here, this or, or, or larger. Forests, they survive because there's an electromagnetic symphony that's being played. And what happens is a healthy forest <clears throat> has the chemistry of a variety of birds and mammals and insects, uh, reptiles, frogs, snakes, lizards, but they all chirp, they all croak, they all squeak and chatter all throughout the day, all throughout the night. You ever go camping? Mm -hmm. Is it silent at night? No, no. It, it, it's, it's loud. It's loud. That is electromagnetic frequencies. That is nature's music. When a forest is healthy, that's because the ecosystem is healthy and musical tones, electromagnetic frequencies are emitted in the sound range that keep the forest healthy day and night. When birds start to die off, frogs, lizards, crickets, insects start to die off, mammals die off, the music, the orchestra, the music slowly silence. Yeah, the harmonics. The harmonics starts to disappear and it's similar, to, it's similar to what we have in the ocean with whales and how they Correct. sing, how it keeps the harmonics of the, of, the, of, the, of the oceans going. Right. So when you have uh, disharmony or an interruption of the harmonics, an interruption of the music, the forest gets stressed. And when there's stress, the, the forest is not at ease. It's at a state of dis-ease, the Latin root for disease. And then forest slow, slowly designed because you're messing with the 
ecosystem. So what happens is uh, Pando is suffering from overgrazing or overbrowsing. You have uh, mule deer and cattle mm -hmm. that have, have come in since the 80s. And what they're doing is it, it's, it, it's no fault uh, for the, the, the deers, the mule deer and the cattle, but they, they munch on the young trees that are trying to replace the older trees. So um, huh. wow. the, 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 under, the understory, when the older uh, adult trees are sending a signal, hey, we're getting old, we're about to die off, we need replacements, and they communicate that in the neural network in the soil, in the root system, the young quaking aspens <laughs> come up and the deer and cattle uh, chew them to death because they, they really need to, to get a maturity, uh, especially 13 years and older, and then they can be uh, resistant to, to grazing, but they never get that chance. So since the 80s, there hasn't been any uh, needed replacement. That younger layer should be ready to replace the uh, older generations. So to put it in terms that we might be understand, let's say you went to a township that had 47,000, 50,000 citizens. Yeah, it's a medium sized town. Maybe there was a couple universities there and a, a lot of grocery stores and shopping malls. 47, 50,000 people. What if you rolled into that town and you noticed that every citizen is 85 years old? Well, you're like, what's going on here? Yeah, you'd want to know. You'd want to know what the what the secret to success here is. You're like, well, where's all the youth? There's no. <laughs> there aren't any teenagers. There aren't anyone in their 20s and 30s. There isn't any uh, newborns or or toddlers three years old. Mm -hmm. Everyone in this town's 85 years old. What the what the heck's going on? <laughs> well, that's the, that's the problem. Is is Pando is uh, nothing but the older aging plants. All the young ones that replace them are are being over grazed so it's slowly been shrinking so it's not 108 acres anymore and it's a combination of the atmospheric spraying so it's changing the soil chemistry the acidity of the soil uh who who and that's another discussion that, that could be many many discussions who, who are what's involved in that and then you have um the fact that when they put the roadways there and there's campsites, because this is a national forest area, you, you have disturbing the area with nature trails, with campsites, with road maintenance and road crews to maintain that. That also creates a premier environment for to draw in deer and cattle because of the uh, brush and, and the snack items that they graze upon. And then they naturally just go right into uh, Pando and, and continue their snacking. So these are unintended consequences, but they've really accelerated since the late eighties. And there's been an aggressive, overly aggressive hunting, uh, a mindset that also took place in, in the eighties until where they overly, hunted apex predators 
So they drove the wolves, the coyotes, and bears out of this area of Utah because, you know, we have campsites and uh, tourism and, and so forth. Well, you get rid of the apex predators, then you have an overpopulation of the deer. So the ecosystem's out of balance. And this species, this intelligent species, lasted 14, 16,000 plus years until man yeah. comes along, messes with it, and now it's dying. So what do they do? There's good intentions, but they try to erect, erect fencing. So they uh, erect fencing. They had three different zones. They put up a fence in 2013. There was a fence put in 2014. Then they repaired that fence 2014 and 2019. Then they put in another fence 2020. And they thought, well, if we put up the fencing, that will help with the overgrazing to give the younger generation a chance to establish that critical first 13 years for example so these quaking aspens <laughs> mm. now um what they did with the, with the fencing to try to keep from the overgrazing they unintentionally they fractured pando into three different sections yes it's one organism now pando's confused it's actually confused because of these three different areas that have been fenced off. So it, it's sending signalings, but it's confused in the neural network and the root system. Because uh, Pando is one entity. If, if you and I were ill and we went to a hospital, we went to see a doctor, if we have an illness, you don't have three different separate treatments. You, it's, or at least you shouldn't, you, you shouldn't have three doctors that come in and, and it's one illness, but they're treating you as three different individuals and you have three different uh, treatments. Well, you're one organism. Your, your body can't respond to being uh, basically fractured into three different entities. That's not, that's not holistic. That's not how any organism works. Well, that's what they unintentionally did to Pando. They uh, confused it. And uh, they exacerbate, exacerbated the situation. So it looks like um, if, if it can be saved, and this would be horrific if it can't, if it can be saved when you have, uh, for example, um, Professor uh, Paul Rogers and others, what you need to do is leave it alone and you need to get apex predators back and you need to get the ecosystem like it has been for the last 14,000 years. Sure. So I think part of that is, I hate to say this, part of that is you can't run that highway 25 right through it. And, and you can't have, you can't have par, uh, parks and, and interaction with hundreds of thousands of people, even though it's beautiful visiting yeah. it. Because you're trampling on the ground, you're changing the, the, the chemistry, there's trash and litter, even though it's picked up by the forest department. It's not like they're derelict in their duties there. But man comes in and is killing the oldest living organism on planet Earth. Well, I tie that into what's that have to do with your reports and the economic system? Hmm. Yeah. And then the banking collapse. Well, the, the, there isn't any uh, good news. Just like Pando is dying and it's not looking good that it can be saved. Mm -hmm. Now, 
it might take from our perspective that seems like a long time, but not, not an entity that's 14 plus thousand years old, but it might take 80 years before it finally dies, but it's, it's dying and chances of reversing it are very slim. Well, mankind's dying. V yeah, it's, it's dying. And what happens is here's, I've been thinking about this for a long time and we have data that as research scientists, we pour over data we're a small group and, and, uh, we've pulled away from society. I've given up, as you know, I've given up on academia. I don't get patents anymore. I don't share my data. It's, it's, it's a sinking ship. So I have nothing to do with humanity for the most part. Sure. I'm isolating myself and in, in our research because there's, there's no repairing this, you know, when the Titanic, whatever, if it, if it exploded or hit a Titanic, what, you know, once that sucker was compromised, it's going down. There was no saving it. Right. So, what happens is our culture, our society, and we're not responsible for this, you and I and the listening audience, we were born in this system. It was well established before we came along and our parents and grandparents. But if you go back far enough, I don't know, 400 years or whatever, this banking system, this industrial revolution and this mercantilism that got established long before we came, that system, which is worldwide now, it involves everything with skyscrapers and high performance luxury cars and aircraft travel and satellites and smartphones and mm-hmm. you name it, all the creature comforts that, that we've been born and raised and think that's normal. And we earn a living and we raise our family and our kids go to school and they go to soccer practice and they grow up and they get married. Okay. But that system that was designed way before we got here, that system absolutely will kill planet Earth and will kill every human being on this planet. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, we're talking about destroying the very harmonics of the planet. The, the, the planet has a resonance, you know, the Schumann resonance and every other resonance and, and, and frequency that, it cor- that uh, correlates and connects with that, that keeps this world balanced at an energetic level is being disrupted at a massive scale. Correct. So... Uh, in our studies and the data that we get gather, and uh, I give bits and pieces on this show, this is this is the only outlet that kind of has a clue where I, I let certain bits and pieces I share with the listening audience. Otherwise, no one knows. Everyone keeps their mouth shut, and it's not going to be shared ever. So sometimes I get in trouble for even going on this show. So sure. I'm careful careful what I'm saying. But I'm trying to politely give a heads up because none of you are going to be in our scientific group. It's just not going to happen. And it's too late. There's no new members per se, and we're slowly dying off anyway. But in, in this group, what I'm trying to let you know is we've come to the understanding that something not human, something alien, however you want to define alien. I mention this all the time in my shows. It, it exists. We think it's a silicon type species. The ancient text, if you if you read the Bible and, and the scriptures, it talks about fallen angels or Correct. fallen watchers, uh, demons. The, these are just terms and categories, but these would be entities that aren't carbon-based. They're not human. They're not from this planet Earth, but there's uh, and it, you don't necessarily have to see them either. They can exist and be outside the visible light spectrum uh, that our eyes are tuned to see. So something can exist outside of the wavelength of 
uh, say 250, uh, 400 nanometers and we can't see it. Well, just because we can't see it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. It's just our eyes are uh, designed to pick up the frequency. So they can be oscillating and vibrating at electromagnetic frequency undetected while they're there. There's something that has influenced mankind to get us into an artificial matrix, an artificial reality, or an artificial way of life, of living, that's not analog. It's not the Schumann resonance. It's not in harmony with Earth, but it's an artificial digital frequency that will end in the destruction of analog Earth and of all mankind. Absolutely. Unless something drastically changes. There's no, there's, there's no doubt about it. So what, what I'm saying is cities and an asphalt highway like Highway 25 here, but cities are an artificial construct. C city living is not natural to planet Earth. No. The harmonics, it's, it's highly unnatural. It damages ecosystem. And we are not designed to live in steel, concrete, asphalt, glass, plastics, fiber optic wiring, Wi-Fi, internet, AM, FM, radio signature, microwave signature. No, what the, that, that is so destructive to DNA, destructive to consciousness, to thought patterns, meditating, creativity. It's like a wrecking ball or a bull in a china shop. So why do we have cities all over planet Earth? Oh, and yeah. big old jets landing and taxi cabs and everything. No, that's why. Because we've been taken over by something not from this planet, not from this region. Correct. We've been taken and stealthily and carefully because they live much longer than we do. They started back 400 plus years ago and developed a economic system, a banking system, a government system an academia, a university, a medical system, an entertainment, music, sports system, motion pictures. They created a world matrix that will kill this planet and kill every one of us. And we're so GD stupid. We're munching on popcorn, going to movie theaters, right? And, and we've got all these gadgets and Silicon Valley and, and smartphones and everything. And we're dead. We're dead in the doornail. We're disconnected from nature. We have no spirituality. None. We don't even know what that is. We can't meditate. We cannot connect to off-planet counter space. But we sure can get kitchen countertops, and we can get Botox injections, and we can watch cars exploding on Hollywood, and, and we can watch banks where they sell 21, 30% of their stock three weeks ago knowing it was going to collapse. We can see an island where people go to, and no one goes to jail. No one, no, no one goes to jail, right? Well, we can set up a fraudulent country in Eastern Europe where who knows what goes in and out of that country and money laundering. No one goes to jail. Why? Because there's an alien influence that's going to kill every one of us. And no one cares. No one understands. The mind control is so advanced. So as a scientific group, we gave up. There, yeah. There's no saving this. It, it's too big. There isn't any one man, one group of scientists. This, this, if you get into ancient texts or you read the scriptures, 
this is something that's that involves other species. This is really, really, really big. Yeah. So pe people are either scared or they're embarrassed or I don't want to talk about okay. it because they're in a plastic and leather world. So the reason why I'm on a rant is I'm an environmental science. I'm a chemist. I've got a chemistry degree, environmental science. Uh, I love planet Earth. This pando is beautiful, 14 plus thousand years old, and it's dying. Well, man was supposed to be a caretaker of the earth. We were supposed right. to understand how earth operates. We're supposed to live and, in harmony to it. And if we lived in harmony with the planet and understand the planet, its harmonics, its resonance, we will be able to have life-saving, life-sustaining uh, technology that works in balance with those harmonics. And that is the key that these silicon-based life forms that are in, that are interdimensional, that are outside of our scope of, of sensory is preventing us from having. And the more concrete, the more squared, the more Saturnical, okay, if that's even more Saturn, like the more Saturn-like, the more cubicle our yes. life is, the more cut off we are from these energetic harmonics. And this goes from like skyscrapers to your house, apartment buildings, everything is a square. When you look at everything in the world, this is something that Jed has taught me, and I looked into the research myself. Everything is round. The flow of water is round. Everything is round. That keeps the harmo the harmony and the harmonics going. I mean, dude, it, it's it's full on. And you're right. It's like you know one of the most beneficial things for people to do is get out in the woods. You know, walk around barefoot for a while. It's amazing. And uh, we're so detached from that that I believe, Jed, I firmly believe this. That the more I'm looking into it on the nutritional side of things as well is 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 the metabolic disruptions that are occurring within humanity to the point right now right now like never before in the developed world right now there is an explosion of metabolic syndrome that is occurring in over 25% of the world's populations i mean i can't even believe what's happening right now and this is all connected yes so I don't, I don't know if I, uh, you know, I'm just not in a good, good mood today. I'm not mad at you or the audience by, by any means. I, I feel, look, I, there, there's a lot of work in, in Monday. I enjoy doing Monday. It's a lot of work though. It's kind of a pain in the, in the rear end, but I, I do it because I think you CJ, I think the audience, there's a, a lot of you are very genuine, kind, good people. So, uh, yes, I, I care about you in, in the listening audience. You know, there's some trolls and CJ tries to weed them out. That's always going to happen. But what we see, I'm trying to give you some heads up because you guys aren't privy to what we see in the conclusions. Mm. And uh, maybe I, I, next episode, I, it's, it might be a little depressing at first. But what happens is, the, the earth is sending stress signals. The earth communicates to counter space. All planets do, but especially earth, because this is a wonderful planet designated because it has phenomenal uh, DNA library and genetic yeah, diversity. Yep. Uh, any living organism in DNA, if, if something has DNA, the reason why it has DNA is because it's a living organism that has a level of consciousness. So uh, a bacteria, Microbes have consciousness. This forest, Pando does. Plants and animals, we do. So anything that has DNA has uh, consciousness. It's just 
consciousness might get more advanced when you finally get to the human level. But obviously, dogs and cats and birds, your pets, people get attached to a pet. What happens when your pet's sick or dies? It's gut-wrenching, isn't it? It's like part of the family dies. Uh, or you rush the pet to the veterinarian to have emergency surgery. Why? Because you're attached. You can't. It has a personality. You're attached to it. So anything with DNA is attached to counter space. This this dynamic energy that that that's responsible for all life. Um, the planet and Pando has it's connected to counter space. If Pando is dying, which it is, it is sending distress signals to counter space. Counter space, the intelligence, if you want to call that God or the divine or sort, they're picking up on the distress, distress calls of planet Earth. So when the Earth is being abused, polluted, chemtrailing, trail derailments and toxic uh, tanker carts spewing everything all over the soil and into the groundwater. And the list list goes on, right? Uh, oil platforms leaking all over the Gulf of Mexico. I don't care, whatever. Fukushima, uh, radioactive, uh, still hot and cooking. They can't even send robots to cameras down there because they still melt. Okay, Earth is sending a distress signal. You don't think that distress signal is being picked up in counter space and getting counter space attention? And when counter space addresses this, What's the cause of this distress? It's a species called humanity who's disconnected spiritually and who's been co-opted by an alien agenda to chase plastic and leather and has now been converted to digital instead of analog. We're not humans anymore. What are we? Oh, uh, V, I am livid. So as, as scientists, uh, Pando is dying it should be 200 acres by now. Sure. Not shrinking and dying. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I feel hurt because I can sense what Pando, this beautiful forest over 14,000 years old, it's dying because we should have been smart enough to realize there's some type of alien agenda that has gotten us living in cities, guiding us to fight over ethnicity, over money, over sports, over music. It's its insane. It's embarrassing the way humanity has been behaving. I don't want any part of it. Yeah. I'm at a point where I'm ashamed to be a human. So what happens is a can of whoop ass is coming because a reset, a judgment, a reset is coming mm. and you can't stop it. Right. And what happens is when you have a fake matrix, like the banking system, why is it collapsing? You know better than anyone. You're an expert in this. Uh, I I would say, uh, let's say Jet, Jet Blake, who's kind of a, I'm in third grade compared to you. Uh, and uh, Algo, Cowboy, and Vallis, and all the other guests you have, they're superb in their field. Yeah. You, you have me on because I'm uh, a, a unique scientist in my perspective. But you guys know... Uh, do we have a fraudulent global banking system by any chance? Oh, 100%. Yeah, do, do we have a fraudulent uh, political structure? Yeah, absolutely. Hmm, yeah, do, do we have fraudulent academia, maybe forging studies uh, to, to have a study go one way because it's a, it's a paid research and they want to please whoever's writing the paycheck? Uh, yeah. So <laughs> uh, we will suffer because of all this fraud. 
Yeah. Now, what I'm thinking is, is you and I in the listening audience, do we single, are we central bankers? No. Do we run universities? No. Are we political? No. But we will suffer because of other knuckleheads. They'll, they'll drag us down in this judgment that's coming. That's, that's part of nature. That's way beyond our solar system. All heck's going to break loose. So one thing to consider, and I told you this wasn't going to be exactly a fun episode. And uh, one thing I know is if, if I become popular and there's more viewers, I'm doing something wrong. I'll tell you that right now. So if I have less viewers, I know I'm over the target. Let's say, listen, I'm just talking for me, Jet Blake, the name I, I go under on these shows. So Jet Blake, I'm thinking, yeah, I'm going to die. There's, I'm not going to make it. There's no way I'm going to survive this. It, 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 it's not going to happen. Okay, I accepted that fact many years ago. I'm not getting out of this alive. So I figured the system is corrupt and I'll become a collateral damage. However, one thing I can do, and it's number one priority, is I've gotten my act together as best as possible. And I put the pedal to the metal to get as advanced spiritually as I can, to get connected to nature, to disconnect from this plastic and leather world as fast as I can. And whatever days and years I have left before I get terminated, can I make any kind of standing beyond the physical? And that's what I focused on. So what does that mean? Well, like, like a lot of you, I'm kind to animals. I hold the door open for people going into the gas station if I'm going to get a soda or an iced tea. Uh, I don't rip off people. Uh, I, I try to be honest and straight and narrow in business. Uh, I don't play my music loud in my car at an intersection. I keep my uh, lawn uh, groomed, but you know, I recycle leaves and everything because I'm environmental science. So I'm trying to uh, help nature. I spend time in, in, in nature. I reduce my signature so I have less plastic and leather. I don't want to support big industry or encourage them to profit off of me. Mm -hmm. So uh, I've minimalized my lifestyle. I do a lot of uh, re recycling. I, I wear used clothing. And so, so I, I do little things like that, but I also do a lot of prayer uh, and gratitude and thanks. Yeah. And, and continue in that mode. And that's the best I can do. And I hope that when I die, if there is life after a resurrection or any kind of life, that I made some type of indication to a higher order that I'm not a, a POS, a piece of sewage. Yeah. That maybe I'll be granted consciousness again because I'll be viewed as someone that would take care of a planet like a planet Earth sure. and not abuse it. Sure. Absolutely. So very well said. Sorry, sorry for my rant. It's the last thing you want to hear on a Monday morning, right? No, no, it's all good. We're off to a hell of a week, so might as well start out with a rant, buddy. <laughs> you know, that's awesome. Jeff, thank you so much for sharing Thanks. this with us. This is a lot of deep stuff that you just a uh, lot of deep thinking that you've just conveyed to us. Folks, I encourage you to uh go back and listen to this broadcast again because understand that we're all connected. We're all connected. Everything there's a there's a resonance, there's a harmonics to it. And when you start upsetting that, it not only is something that you know, you know, affects the world around you, but it also affects you. Oftentimes we as humans were conditioned to think in a very myopic, very binary kind of way, black, white, one, two, 
yes, no, right, left. And the world is much more nuanced, much more complex than what you are led to believe. And all of it ties back to you, and all of it is connected to you and by you. And this is something that has been hidden from us because when we start the reclamation of this planet, of the world, of the harmonics that are in there and understand we're connected to it, that our intellect, our spirituality, our energies are intimately tied to it, then we can begin the process of redemption on this planet. So, Jet, thank you so much, my friend, for joining us. We look forward to having you back again. Folks, keep it locked here. Uh, We'll be back tomorrow. With that being said, I'm going to take it away. Cheers.